0: Today we're moving on to letter number 28, on travel as a cure for discontent. And uh, many of you have probably heard Seneca's ideas on travel. Uh, essentially, his his thoughts are that, uh, you know, if you're going to travel around in search of inner peace uh, or in search of leisure, uh, you're not going to find it. You're going to find leisure and inner peace uh, within yourself. You're going to find that through practicing philosophy and, and curing your soul of its illnesses, not by traveling abroad. And so, in a sense, you know, Seneca isn't specifically perhaps making an argument about travel uh, you could even say that if we abstract this idea out what he's really talking about is where is the kind of the where is where do our troubles lie ultimately where can our troubles be found and cured and where can they not be found and cured Uh, and travel traveling seems to be almost like a proxy for uh, this kind of uh, way of constantly moving about constantly searching about for cures outside of ourselves for what needs to be cured within ourselves. At least that's the way that I kind of read this letter in order to broaden the implications of Seneca's message. So anyway, I'm going to read these first couple of verses and we'll pull them apart. So he says, quote, Do you suppose that you alone have had this experience? Are you surprised, as if it were a novelty, that after such long travel and so many changes of scene, you have not been able to shake off the gloom and heaviness of your mind? You need a change of soul, rather than a change of climate. Though you may cross vast spaces of sea, and though, as our Virgil remarks, lands and cities have left astern, your faults will follow you whithersoever you travel." Socrates made the same remark to one who complained. He said, Why do you wonder that globetrotting does not help you, seeing that you always take yourself with you? The reason which set you wandering is ever at your heels. What pleasure is there in seeing new lands, or in surveying cities and spots of interest? All your bustle is useless, do you ask why such flight does not help you? It is because you flee along with yourself. You must lay aside the burdens of the mind. Until you do this, no place will satisfy you. End quote. Okay, so... I don't actually think that I need to reread any of those passages in order to decipher this message here. I think that ultimately, uh, those couple of verses are expressing the the central message, uh, which is that, you know, you go traveling to all these places, hoping that you will find some sort of respite, hoping so you'll find some sort of peace. Uh, but ultimately, if you have not changed yourself first, none of these places will bring you satisfaction. And, uh, and, and so this is actually a, a key... A kind of point of interpretation that needs to be made here, uh, which is that often, you know, I I know that I have misinterpreted this this, uh, whole idea in the past, and a lot of people who I've talked to, uh, you know, a lot of people, I've probably talked to two or three people about this, uh, but those people, uh, we've all kind of agreed, well, you know, hang on, there's something really beautiful about travel and it's, you know, definitely broadens the mind. It strengthens the mind. It shows you different experiences and places. It's a wonderful thing to do. Seneca isn't actually saying here that you shouldn't travel or that travel is a bad thing or that travel couldn't bring you a certain pleasure. Uh, But what he is saying is that travel isn't going to be the thing that brings you that peace of mind or that cures you from your soul's ailment or that, you know, uh, changes you as a person, that's going to be something that comes from within. That's going to be coming from this work of philosophy. It's going to be coming from nourishing your mind. And and this is exactly why Seneca says that, uh, you know, until you put aside the burdens of your mind, no place will satisfy you, right? So, he actually leaves the door open to gaining a certain satisfaction uh, uh, as we travel around and see new places and see new landmarks and all this sort of stuff he actually leaves the door open there but he says that's not going to happen until you put aside the burdens of your mind. And so, really, this whole argument is based around, you know, where is the place that requires our attention and care and nourishment and caretaking? Uh, that is the mind, that is the soul, right? Uh, and anytime we find ourselves searching around for something to cure ourselves of the stresses that we find within ourselves, uh, that is going to be... Uh, uh, well, he actually goes on in the letter later on to talk about how that might actually actually be counterproductive, right? Uh, To just constantly be looking around for other places uh, that will cure you instead of you looking within and curing yourself. Uh, But ultimately, he's trying to tell us that uh, this is where your attention, your focus, your caretaking needs to take place. And, you know, take it for what it's worth uh, from somebody who, uh, you know, I myself have spent about a year total of my life with my band uh, traveling around the Mediterranean and the Caribbean on the world's largest cruise ships. And, you know, we'd be playing there every night. And uh, what you see when you work in an industry like the cruise industry is that there's a lot of uh, sick people out there. And I I mean sick in the same way that Seneca uh, would have used that term in terms of ailments of the soul or a sickness of the soul. Uh, You know, a lot of people out there, you know, working 50 weeks a year, just getting stressed out, anxious and uh, just pouring all of their energy into their career. And then here's two weeks where, uh, you know, you can go spend a bit of money and go on this uh, floating buffet, you know, stuff your bellies and go to the casino and uh, eat, drink and be merry for a couple of weeks of your life. Get away from it all and go cure yourself of the stress that's been built up in you over this year year and look i know that that's not how everybody sees cruises fair enough and and if you love cruises that's fine i really enjoyed the experience it was so much fun and i would do it again to go on there and uh, you know just be on that uh, incredible monstrous ship that's making its way across the oceans there's something so much fun about that and uh, but nonetheless what i'm talking about is uh, that in many ways we do live in cultures that uh, encourage the kind of you know hey take a holiday to go cure yourself of all of this but what Seneca would say is you're getting it all wrong. If you find that you've got problems within yourself, if you find that you're getting stressed out all the time or that you're, you're always anxious or that you, you have all these uh, unchecked desires constantly eating away at your soul and um, if you find that you're, you're having difficulties in those areas, areas, uh, traveling abroad or going on a cruise or getting out of the house. It's like, it's not going to change anything for you. You're going to come back the same person. And as I said, Seneca actually makes the argument, you might come back worse. (laughs) It might be counterproductive. Uh, And so I find this to be an extremely useful way to think about uh, where our focus should be directed in terms of uh, curing our soul's ailments. And, uh, and so I'm going to stop it there, but um, in the next few episodes, we're going to keep on going through this letter. There's some really interesting things that Seneca brings up later on, and I'm looking forward to it. So I'll talk to you next time.